0: What's up guys and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Chavez and if you are new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. Come on in, put your shit down and let's talk. It's gotta be love, it's gotta be love, it's gotta be love. Look, y'all, don't even shoot me. I am back again with another episode. Don't even come at me with all that loud talking and screaming and yelling, okay? I know I fucked up. I know I ain't been around in a minute. And I ain't even gonna I ain't even gonna spit no excuses at y'all because I'm just not gonna do that. Just know your boy had a lot going on. And I'm finally back and I'm in a space where I could sit down and do this because I ain't going to ever put out no half ass shit. So I'm not going to sit down at the mic and just record something for the sake of recording something. It's got to be something that I'm feeling. It got to be a topic that's relevant in my life. It's got to be something like that. Or just something somebody asked me to talk about. And that just hasn't been happening lately. But today, I got a good uh, podcast topic in my mind because i was having a conversation with one of my friends last night and i was just like really in deep thought about this concerning myself okay and so that's why i want to talk about this and y'all know i try not to make this no relationship podcast but this is also you know i pride myself on talking about how we're gonna improve ourselves And just more, being more self-aware and things like that. And so this goes along that line and not just holy relationship. And so I wanted to talk about, well, I guess basically ask myself, ask y'all as well, a few different questions. So I didn't even, you know, put no bullet points on the page because I just wanted it to be a raw conversation between me and me, I guess, that y'all are listening to. I don't know. Between us, you know, fuck between us. And so I just really wanted to just dive into that because I just know these questions like really had me thinking deep about some things last night and I was just exploring some stuff in my head. So we're gonna basically be talking about dating the wrong way, question mark. And one of the first questions that I put on this paper was at what point do you change your approach if it's not working? And what I mean from that is, so like going from being the person who pursues to being the pursued, because I was thinking about this and I know for me, like I was always the person that's pursued, you know, people always slid in my DMs, people always hit me up. And so when I'm not going to say that it doesn't still happen, but it doesn't happen as often as what it used to. And so one of the things that, like, feels uncomfortable for me is, like, pursuing somebody else. Because, like, it's not like I don't I don't think that other people deserve to be pursued because they do. It feels good. It feels nice to know somebody looking at you, you know, think you cute, all this, whatever. But, like, it's an uncomfortable space for me because I've never had to do that. And so what happens when I get to that place where I'm finally being a person who's pursuing that person and it's still nothing that comes out of it because even in those situations even though it feels good to be pursued and all of that majority of those situations never turn into the never turn into anything and it's just it just be a waste of my time and so you know I think in my head sometimes okay maybe I should change my approach maybe I should you know shoot shoot at people that I think is you know cute or I'm interested in or whatever but I also feel like what if I get to that place and I'm out here doing that and it still doesn't work then what OK, now I'm just out here wasting my time or now I'm just out here. Don't really know what I'm doing, because when I say the dating world has changed so much in the past couple years, like shit is just not the same. OK, it's just not. And I, honestly, I'm just it's harder. It's harder. And I don't know if it's because of social media, it's these personas that people be putting on or whatever the case may be. I don't know what it is and it's not that often that you get people who aren't afraid to shoot at you in person because I remember like the encounters that I had a few years ago versus now people don't be shooting at you in person people are really staring your face the entire time and won't come walk up to you won't come speak or none of that and my thing is if you you know, if you were the person that was, like, staring at me first, like, you should take the initiative, like, you was bold enough to be staring at me and looking me all in the face, but you're not bold enough to walk up to me and speak to me, and I don't know if it's because I be having a stank look on my face, and I, don't, I really don't think it's that, because, child, I just be sitting looking cute, okay? That's all I be doing. So, I don't, I don't understand why people would feel, well, why people don't um, approach people like that anymore, why that part has changed, and... Well, you know, maybe it's because of social media. You know, it's it's so easy to just slide in somebody DM versus, you know, actual having social, actual social interactions in person. Like, it's just not a thing that happens anymore. So, like, when you go out on dates with people, people don't know how to hold conversations or all people want to do is talk about themselves because people don't know how to socialize no more. Bitch, social media done ruined all of that. People really just don't know how to be in the presence of other people and just talk and just have fun and just be. So when you finally do encounter people like that, child, it's like, damn, that's a breath of fresh air. Because you don't get that too fucking often around these day and ages, okay? I'm acting like I'm old as roaches. But, y'all, it's just, I don't know. I just think the dating world has changed so much since... Uh, I first started college on down. Shit, even high school, like, well, you know, we ain't even to talk about high school because high school is just, I don't know, high school was a breeze for me. Okay, everybody was in my deal until high school. Even in even in my early years and undergrad shit, I ain't, you know, I ain't never had no trouble. But just now, because of how prominent social media is and how it's at the forefront of everything that we do now, it's changed so much. Like, I'm tired of having to wait on a DM. Like, and then, too, I really don't be going to places where I can meet these dudes or at least meet dudes that I know that I want because I don't really want no, but I don't really want nobody that goes out and, you know, always in the club and stuff and I meet somebody out like that and that's all they want to do. You know, it's not really my cup of tea, so I'm not going to intentionally try to go to a club to find me a man because... If I found him there, he's probably nine times out of 10 going to want to go there a lot. And I'm not like a big going out person. So I don't want to make that the focus of my relationship or anything that I have going on. Like we can go out sometimes, baby. You know, I don't mind going out. But what I'm saying is I'm not trying to be out in the club every week or multiple days a week and all of that then you know take me on some dates let's go to some movies let's go to some dinners let's go do some walks in the park let's go do some like, escape rooms let's go do some uh that vr you know let's uh, let's go have fun let's do f- actual fun things because just going out to clubs don't do nothing for me every now and then you know it's fun you have drinks you laughing you keep in you meeting new people cool but that ain't no, mm-mm, I'm not doing that all the time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, not sorry, actually. And then the next question that I put on here, what do you do when you are tired of trying to get to know new people? Because I know for those of us who have been around and we've been trying and things just ain't working, what do you do when you get tired? Because I, I I could tell you what I did cuz I when I just got tired of getting to know new people I literally just shut out the dating world. I really did. Like people who were sliding my DMs like I just wouldn't respond no more and I just I didn't just interact with people in the way that I did before because it's I'm you know you just get to a place where you're tired of trying and trying and trying and nothing has come of it it's it's like you putting all this energy into nothing like you go on a few days you might spend a spend some money on over here spend some money over there and you like okay we have been talking for a month and this still ain't going over you know what i'm saying like at this at the point that I'm at right now I don't even let it get that far. Once I start feeling bored or feeling used or whatever within like the first week baby you can you can kick rocks. I just don't have time for that. And I do think the way that I choose to approach that can be a good and a bad thing. It can protect you from a lot of unnecessary shit, but it can also shield you and hide you from potential good things, and so I know that it could have been plenty of nice guys that just slid into my DMs, but I would never know because I didn't give them, uh, you know, the chance to even get to know me and vice versa, and it's it's a hard place to be in because when you really think about it, you're just like, damn, like, I'm tired, like, like I'm physically... And emotionally and mentally tired like I just don't want to continue to do this like why would I continue to put myself through this and it's not working but then on the other side of that is how do you ever expect to find a partner if you're not willing to be out there at all and one of the things that I be like preaching to people is you have to risk your heart being broken in order to in order to be loved in order to feel love, like, that's just a part of it. And it's easier said than done. And that's why, you know, it's easy for me to give advice like that to other people and me not to take it in, and apply it to my own life. Because it's like, child, I I know this in, in my mind, but, like, my heart is telling me, okay, Chavez, like, it's time to protect yourself and protect your peace you know you just don't want to be laying in bed sick over a dude that not even that's not even thinking about you you know what i'm saying cuz i didn't i didn't have some recent things not not too too recent you know a couple months ago but where i was just thinking about this guy over and over and he probably wasn't thinking about me in no way shape or form and like whatever with that and that's why i just get to the point where i just be like child like i'm not i'm not doing this I'm not doing this. That's I don't know. So, we got to figure out we got to figure out what we can do to not tire ourselves out and get to that point where we just don't want to pursue anything anymore because like I've been telling my friend like you get to a place where you just comfortable with being alone and that is a scary place. To be, because once you learn to be content and comfortable being alone, you don't even feel the need to try to get to know get to know nobody else. And I know that for me, that's just not something that I want for my life in the long term. Now if you're the if you're the type of person that knows you don't really want to be in long term relationships and all of that, cool. But I know for me, that doesn't align with what I see and what I what I want for myself like I know that I want a long-term partner so how can I ever get to that point if I'm not willing to put myself out there and just have fun, get to know new people and even in the midst of the the bad stuff that's going on or the inconsistencies and even in the midst of all of that continue to try, continue to put yourself out there. Of course, none of us want to get to that place where we hurt in the same ways again or we hurt in deeper ways No, none of us want to get there but at the end of the day you have to be able to risk in order to um, reap the benefits and the rewards of being in relationships and being able to love somebody and being able to be loved it's just like you can't get into situations or get into relationships with people and close yourself off and you know, protect your heart and expect the relationship to work like that's just not going to happen. And so just learning to open yourself up and not allowing a few, you know, what's the saying? It's like you got to kiss a few frogs to find your prince. So not allowing like these frogs to deter you from finding your prince. And I'm not saying go out there and every man going to be, every man, you know, going to be, I'm not saying approach every situation like every man is going to be that one, but I am saying give them the opportunity to show you who they are and give them the opportunity to um get to know who you are, you know, that's what I'm saying, and I really just need to apply some of that to my life right now. And I'm just going to keep thinking deeper about it because one of the things that we um talked about in my um, my crisis and trauma class or whatever, we talked about heart pain words. And so basically my professor, he gave us a list of words like with things on there that say um defeated, or unappreciated, invalidated, da-da-da-da-da. And so it was a list of like maybe 80 to 100 words. And he said, go on the list, and I want you to highlight every word that you've ever felt before. And so, you know, going through highlighting, damn near highlighting every damn word on the page, I think I might have didn't highlight maybe 10 to 15 words, being honest. And so... He went on to explain that this is what this this is your filter. This is what everything that you encounter, everything um, that someone says to you. This is what this is that filter that it all has to go through. And so, it's one of the reasons why we get to when we are in situations with people, we hear what we hear. And, you know, other people might perceive things differently because their filter might be designed differently than your yours is. Because you may have went through a situation in the past where somebody has made you feel belittled. Somebody has made you feel less than. And so now when you hear certain things, it triggers your heart pain words. And now it's like you feel attacked all over again. And so it's easy to get into that um, that space of not wanting to connect with people because they might trigger your heart pain words. But when you are aware of them, and honestly, I might, I'm gonna add them to my folder that's in my um thing or whatever, if y'all want to take a look at it, because that was lit that he gave us that. And honestly, yeah, whatever. It can help relationships. It really can. But anyways, to get back on topic, I'm I, it's important to be able to recognize what, um, recognize your triggers and recognize what your filter filters out and the, and the stuff that it holds on to because sometimes somebody could say, um, one of the examples that somebody used in class was, um, they was telling their friend that. Insurance is expensive. And their friend responded by saying, everything is expensive right now. And so what the girl said, what she heard, even though it sounds so simple and so basic to to me or to whoever, to her, what she heard was, you're not listening to me. You're invalidating my feelings. You don't care about what I have to say. That's what she heard instead of everything is expensive right now. And so I said all of that to say this, be able to recognize those things. So because not everybody out here is trying to hurt you. Not everybody out here is intentionally saying these things to get under your skin. You have to be able to recognize when that is happening, recognize that. This issue or this thing that I'm feeling is not specifically because of you, but it's because of experiences or traumas that I've had in the past that are coming up because what you just said triggered these heart pain words, which made me feel invalidated. That was never your intention, but that's how it was perceived and that's how it was received. And so you, if you could sit down with people and you can explain to them why that triggered what you know this response that you had whether it was verbal physiological or whatever it was mental if you could sit down and have that conversation with them now y'all can approach the conversation different y'all can change the way that y'all speak to each other y'all can Um, learn how to navigate each other's spaces. And I'm not saying that you should have to feel like you have to walk on eggshells around people because that's not the case. But what I am saying is you have to communicate with people in different ways. Everybody is not going to be able to be communicated in the same ways. That's that's just not going to happen. And that's just some people go through life thinking that they can talk to anybody the same way. And that's just not the case because... You know like the way me and my friends We talk to each other like we aggressive Sometimes in a way that we talk to each other But everybody is not going to take that Well you don't know what somebody has been through In the past like I know I don't I might speak aggressively, but I don't yell at people because I know for me that's a trigger for me. I cannot do people yelling at me and all of this. If you want to have a conversation with me, you won't have we just going to sit down and we're going to have a conversation. It could be a passionate conversation, but as long as it ain't got no yelling in it. You could tell me exactly how you feel. Don't don't, you know, belittle me, don't cuss me out while we doing this. It, it just triggers me and I just feel like that's unnecessary but I am aware that that does that to me. So I'm able to vocalize that to friends, family, uh, partners or whatever. So I sell all of that to say, recognize, um, when some, when a situation is not about that person um, and when it's about something that you've experienced in the past and be able to vocalize those things to your partner. Okay. Or to your potential partner. Um, because I just feel like we have to learn to get out of our own way sometimes. And we have to learn to address things that we have chosen not to dr- address in the past because we didn't have to. And it's a lot of times it's not until we get in situations or relationships that we realize that, damn, I do still need to work on this thing. Or, damn, I didn't even know like this was a thing that I needed to work on. But it happens. Just be able to be able to go to oh, just be able to go to that space and recognize that this is the thing and this is something I need to work on and actually do it. Cause if you don't, ain't nothing gonna change. Nothing. But I'm gonna go ahead and move on. Next is are my expectations for a partner realistic? And I was like dead serious when I asked this question to myself last night because I was on the phone with my friend. We was just shooting the shit. And so I said, like, is it me? Like, are my expectations unrealistic? Because it's like I have always been in, I ain't going to say always, but as of recently, I've been in situations with people who have liked me more than I like them. And I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, if this has been happening consistently, like, am I the problem? Because I, I, I firmly believe that you cannot make yourself like somebody or be attracted to somebody that you're just not. I am that's, that's something that I just believe personally. It has to come naturally. It just has to be something that just happens. It can't be something that you control. Because I know for me, I can't make, no, I can't make myself like nobody that I don't like. It's just not going to happen. But I just know that sometimes maybe what I want in a partner might not be every, okay, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say it like this. There may be a partner who, who could be everything that you want and need, but because he or she doesn't meet. That exact expectation or what you think this thing should look like, you throwing it away, and so what I mean by that is when you, let's say, I want somebody who, I want somebody who cooks, and I find out that he don't cook. Now that's immediate turn off for me because I know that I would, I would love for whoever I'm with to be able to cook and all of this, this and that. And so I'm like, mm, you know, that's, that's that's knocking you a couple points down. And one of the things that, like, I, I came to terms with in my mind yesterday was everybody may not look like what you want 100% when you first meet them. But that don't mean that that person is not willing to learn how to cook because he or she knows knows that that would please you. Know that you you love a man or a woman that can cook. You know what I'm saying? And so we have to start approaching situations differently because and then oh Jesus, I'm about to I'm trying not to go on too much of a rant cuz I y'all know I I will get off topic real quick. But I'm gonna say it anyway. I don't care. So one of the things that I have recently been talking to one of my friends about is finding when you have found somebody who who looks, you know, who doesn't look like they're everything that you need, but you this is a person who's willing to work on and change those things and not that they're trying to change themselves to please you but they're trying they're willing to improve on themselves they're willing to gain these new skills gain this extra knowledge to be able to love on you and care for you in the ways that you desire because everybody is just not gonna be that 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 present wrapped in a bowl with everything that you want and need right when you meet them. That's just not going to happen for everybody. And that's the reality of most situations, because when you get in relationships, regardless of how well that spark is, the whole point of a relationship is you and that person choosing to be together. Because it ain't love that keeps a relationship together. It ain't sex that keeps a relationship together. It's not children. It's not a. It's not jot well. You know, <laughs> some people money hankers. So I ain't gonna go there. You know, the, but those things can't solely sustain a relationship. It can't. It can't breathe life into a relationship. It's about you two choosing to wake up every day and be with that person. Every day you have to wake up and choose that person. And that's why some people go out and some people cheat and, you know, they come back home and now all of a sudden their perspective has changed. They realize that they don't really want nothing else that's out there, but you done fucked around and you done went and cheated on your partner and you done betrayed this trust. And now you didn't, you know, possibly threw away a whole relationship because you, was thinking like maybe I should go try this thing to see, you know, what it is out there. It looks so intriguing. You know, single life looks fun when you're in a relationship and you're not completely happy all the time. It can look fun. But that don't mean you go out and you do it. And I'm a firm believer, you you know, you there's, there's a saying and innocence in the song. You never miss a good thing until it's gone. And you shouldn't have to get to that point where you're risking your relationship to be able to respect your relationship and respect and honor what you had going on with that person. It shouldn't take all of that. You should wake up and choose to be with your partner. Now, if you unhappy in your relationship or if you unsure about your relationship, that's a conversation you need to sit down and you need to have with somebody. You just You just got to. It's it's a respect that's owed to you, the relationship, and them. And if there's any kids involved, to them too. You know what I'm saying? You just gotta. Ooh, child. Anyways, let me get back on topic and I'm gonna go to the next question. I put, am I too self-aware? Does that cause to me does that cause me to be overly critical of people? Baby. When I say that's a word, because I feel like when I'm encountering certain people, um, or in certain environments, like I can be overly critical, because you know how the example I used earlier—I I'm not the type of person that you know goes to clubs multiple times a week or, uh, you know whatever—and so. I wouldn't specifically go looking for a partner in the club. But then you also, you know, so I find somebody in the club. I'm thinking in my head, if I found you in the club, this is somewhere that you want to be all the time. And that's not the reality or that's not the truth of it. Because just because we met in a club doesn't mean that I actually enjoy being in a club or I want to be in a club every single day or multiple times a week, or whatever it is, doesn't 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 mean it, because just like I may have been dragged to the club with my friends, because they want me to go out and have fun, because I'm always inside watching TV, playing the game, whatever, um, <laughs> felt a little real just now, anyways, uh, just because I'm always doing it, that, that doesn't mean that that other person is always in the club, too, just because you see them having fun, and you know whatever they throwing the shots back it may have been they was dragged out of the house by their friend too because i think that we put our own personal opinions and criticisms on people without even getting to know them and it's so it's like there's a fine line between being protecting yourself being aware and making assumptions and being overly critical of people like there's literally a fine line and sometimes I personally don't know where that point is I don't know and so how do I know if I if I met a guy who wants to be in the club every day and you know all of that stuff versus I met a guy who came out with his friends because he wanted to be supportive of his friends or he was having a bad week and his friends decided to bring him out or what how do I know I don't and that's why we have to allow ourselves to be in a situation to be able to get to know people to be able to understand what it is that's in front of us without putting our personal assumptions onto people because it's so easy to live in a hypothetical world and think you know every fucking thing. And you know, us Virgos, you you, you know how we get. We we do think we know everything because we very observe and we pay attention to detail. We we think we, you know, I, I ain't going to toot my own horn, but y'all look, I, I know I'm a very good, what's the word? Observe. Observer. I am. I am. I pay attention and... It's never, like, uh, too, uh, like, stalkery. Okay, i you having to put that out. It's never like that. It's just I'm observing. I pay attention to the little things, to the things that may go unseen um, to other people. I see it or I heard it or I felt it or whatever it is. <sighs> so, I don't know. I just got to start being more open and getting out of my head when it comes to meeting people in different spaces and stop assuming because I I wouldn't like that if somebody assumed shit about me you know what I'm saying you just because you met me out in the club I don't need you assuming that this is what I do I don't know I don't need you assuming who I am allow me to tell you who I am and make your move you know what I'm saying We have to allow people the space to be able to let us in and get to know them. Because not everybody is that person that you see or that you think you see, okay? All right, moving right along, why when people like me try to be free in quotations, and, like, the way that we approach romantic relationships and dating or whatever, why do we always end up in not-so-good situations? Okay. And I'm going to break this down like this. So you have, at least in my friendships, so you have the more, you have the reserved people. You have um, the people who are just self-aware. They know that. This ain't um, I'm not just be fucking on people like that's not what I'm looking for. I want a relationship and I'm going after that. You have then you have the free people. Okay, you have the free people in this category. I am I guess I would be more of the self-aware person. I know what I want and that's just it. So then you got people like my friend, some of my friends who are the free spirited people who when they go into situations like like we go to the club, dudes approaching them and getting a number and they having fun and they doing this and they doing that. Whereas me, it's not like it's not like I would be standoffish or anything. I just wouldn't be as free in those situations because. I'm just probably assuming in my head that you just want to fuck, and and you know, like in movies and in life, and like the stories that I've heard about like people like me who are self aware, who and try to go and be that free person, they end up in bad situations. It's either they didn't fucked around and met somebody who who's abusive, uh, who you know who been fucked around and gave them an std or something you know they out here trying to be free and have fun and they knowing that doing this is not really who they are but you know free people hoes whatever they all they always end up with the good men okay they always be having the good men but that's neither here nor there but like when you when the person that's all self-aware and stuff when they try to go be free those situations don't really end in the best it's like because we turn and we would try to turn off our filter that says like okay Chavez this might not be the person that you need to you know be around because you you notice some little tendencies some little things he's a little aggressive and you noticing all of those things but you choosing to ignore it because what you've been thinking is well shit the way I've been approaching relationships and dating, it ain't been working. So let me try this approach because I see that all the free people be having some good men and now you to end up in this bad situation, not being yourself. And it's like, where can I, how can I ever just get it right? Like, do I just sit here and just be that self-aware person in hopes that somebody comes along that's, what I need regardless of how many years it take or do I try to change up my approach and try to become that free person and just go out have fun meet people bring them home or go to their home and just doing crazy shit that you just would normally not do I just I don't understand what to do you know and the counselor and me and just me in general want to say, be true to yourself. If that's not who you are, don't do it. If that's not who you are, don't do it. But the other side of me is saying, if something isn't working, you should change your approach. So I guess... Maybe in changing your approach, you have to figure out what that looks like. Because it doesn't have to look like what the free people do. And it doesn't have to look like what you used to do. I don't know, y'all. Mm-mm. I, got, I got some more deep thinking to do. I really do. Because something something is something. I don't know. hmm. Yeah, whatever with that, we're going to move right along because I got, I got what two more questions. <sighs> this question, am I a hopeless romantic? I remember being on the phone with one of my frat brothers and we was having a conversation and he asked me if I was a hopeless romantic and I was like, you know, I used to be. I said, I'm still romantic, but I'm not hopeless anymore. And the reason that that has changed for me, and it it feels like, for me, it feels like what was broke in me that took that hopeless part away? Or what caused that to solely go away? Well, you know, I ain't even going to say what caused because I know what caused it. But, like, what, um, what makes me not want to put that hopeless in front of romantic anymore? And I just know that I've encountered so many situations that I was head over heels just, like, looking for signs and all of this, this, and that, just... In this fairy tale world, for lack of better words, in the way that I was approaching situations, and shit just was not working out the best. I was letting my guard down too soon because I'm thinking that i, I didn't seen or heard some signs that is telling me that, Chavez, you got to be more open. You got to let this person in. And just, just allowing myself. To fully immerse myself in the experience. And shit just did not turn out right. Shit just did not turn out right. And one of the things. I I used to be very much into. Like I just know the Lord just sent me a sign. Like I just know. Because it's so crazy that. I'm laying in this bed. And I'm thinking about this dude. And the song that was playing when we first met. Just came on, on shuffle on Spotify. You know it's shit like that. That I consider to be the hopeless romantic part. And stuff like that just, it, it started to dwindle for me. And I am still very much a romantic person. But I'm not taking those little things and, and going, and I'm not going to apply it to what I have going on with a person. Until I know that this person is in they all in they want me they love me all of that then I might start being a little hopelessly romantic in my relationship but to approach the dating world like that no it's just not me no more it's not and it's it's sad to like see the the fairy tale the hopeless romantic part of you fade because it feels like a little piece of you just kind of died or just went away because it's, it's not wrong to envision certain things are happening the way that, you know, you want them to, but it's also not logically going to be the case most of the time. So I was recently watching, um, Watching a TV show. Oh, I said TV show, bitch. It's a prime video show. Um, It's very... It's very good. Very, very good. And so... Um, it's called With Love. And so in the, in the thing... Uh, one of the main characters... She is very hopelessly romantic. She believes in signs. Divine signs. And she she wants to get married. She she believes in a fairy tale. And so she encounters this guy who she ends up falling for because he's sweet, he's treating her nice and whatever whatever. But they end up getting to this roadblock because she, she believes in the, mar- the the magic of marriage, the purpose, the the principles, the the love, the foundation, she believes in all of that, and he's the type of person I don't believe in marriage, and so that was like their biggest downfall. And so, her fairy tale, or her the hopeless romantic part of her, she chose to help, hold on to it, and um, in spite of her relationship, because she was just saying that. I know that this is what I want. And even though you are almost everything that I want, it's just this little piece of you that's not. I'm going to choose my hopeless romantic part of myself and walk away because I know that there's a man out there that's willing to give me exactly that. A man that's willing to love me and do all the things that you do for me and, and marry me too. And so they ended up breaking up and you can like, obviously tell that there was so much connection, so much love that both of them shared with each other, but he had this belief that marriage is just a piece of paper. It's not anything more than that, and he just did not want to be married because in his experience, and this is where past experiences come up, heart pain, words, all of those things, This was, all of that stuff is triggered. He grew up, and he watched his parents get divorced, and he didn't want to have to go through that. Now, granted, his parents ended up getting back together years and years later, um i think a couple years before his mom died or whatever but what he saw was this this love that he thought was so strong go th- go through some shit and end up being divorced anyway so why would i want to go through that too that's what he saw marriage as and then but for her she thought the world of her parents she thought her parents' marriage was magical. She wanted that same type of love in her life. I mean, little did she know her parents was going to do some shit too. Girl, like the mom, on her. he well, the daddy wasn't paying attention and giving her all the love and and passion and respect and all of the stuff that she deserved. I want to say respect, but just loving her in the way that she wanted to be, and she got tired of it, and so. The mom end up stepping out, not necessarily stepping out, she didn't sleep with the man, but she did, uh, I think he kissed her, she didn't tell the man that she was married, and he kissed her, and she never told her husband about it, and then the man shows up to their restaurant, and was like, I'm looking for da 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 and had flowers, and so the husband looked like, "Um, why you looking for her, you know, why you looking for my wife? With flowers and so that was a whole big thing I'm getting off topic but y'all It's a good ass show bitch y'all gotta watch it I'm only telling y'all season um, One because season two just dropped I watched it all already but season two Just dropped and y'all need to go watch it. So I don't want to spoil the whole show But anyways I said all of that to say Our personal experiences define The way we look at things And I know that For me I've never witnessed, like, my mom my was never married. You know, um, my auntie was never married. Um, my uncle, he got married, but that, I mean, that's that's not my relationship to talk about. But, you know, I never really witnessed those things, and I want to experience it. I want to do it differently. I want to approach relationships in a different way. And so that's what has my perspective the way it is, and that's what makes me want to pursue um, a long-term relationship with somebody and eventually get married. But that doesn't that, that that's not the case for everybody. And that goes back to when I was saying when um, somebody may just not be one little thing of what you wanted. Um, and i'm not saying you have to compromise your beliefs and you know you can stand on certain things but you also can give people the opportunity to get to know you to love you and um you know well i don't know because i then i don't i don't want to say that because you shouldn't ever go into relationships hoping that somebody is going to change hoping that you're going to be able to love them into marrying you you should never go into a situation like that. So, like, I understand why she walked away because she knew she wanted this thing and he knew that he didn't. Um, But, uh, damn, I, I don't want to spoil the whole show. I'm going to just go ahead and let that part go because I'm going to fuck around and be talking about season two too. So, but, yeah, to make a long story short, I'm not as hopelessly romantic as I used to be. Even though I would like to be. Because it's kind of who I am. I'm just at a place where I'm trying to protect myself right now. Um, Like I still allow myself to get out there. But I'm still very cautious sometimes. And sometimes overly cautious where I can fuck up shit with people. And that could have possibly been good for me. But I'm working on it y'all. I'm working on it. I am, I'm working on it Um, And it's crazy how like Conversations like this Like make you realize That when you think you're ready for a relationship Damn, I still do have shit I need to work on Cause you know, I really really thought I was at a place where I was like Child, like I think I'd be good You know, I'm ready for a relationship And then I encounter somebody who Could have been good for me, but then I was scared And I ran away, you know like Stuff like that So Mm, I got some things I need to work on, y'all. You know. I'm, 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 I'm getting in therapy. Mm-hmm. I do believe mental health professionals need therapy too. Um, it doesn't hinder my work, but it is hindering my personal life, so I need to work on it. Last but not least, would I really know a good thing if I found it? Woo! Chow, chow, child, child, child. I think Yes and no Yes and no I think I would know In the way Because I Like it it would scare me But I think I wouldn't know In the moment Um Like we would have Like we could go on a day, Have so much fun It could be great Um But in the moment, like, I'm feeling scared. I'm feeling uneasy. I'm confusing that feeling of nervousness, that feeling with uncertainty, that feeling with, I don't really like you like that. Because there's this hesitation in me, I confuse that with not being interested or whatever. But when really all it is... Is my body telling me that this might could be a serious situation. And that is scary for me. When you go into a situation where somebody is giving you the things that you want. The things that you've prayed for. And everybody don't always know how to handle that. When it's given to them. And so you have to be in a space and in a place where you can accept those things without running away. And I know that in the last situation that I had going on, I just was not there. It was something that scared the shit out of me. I thought I was ready for a relationship. And then when it came time, well, not when it came time, but when shit started to get even more serious, it scared the shit out of me. Like, you you trying to see me every week? Like, you ain't trying to, like, let, like, a month go by and then see me again or let, like, two weeks go by and then see me. You trying to see me every week? Okay, that's scary because I'm not used to that. Because in the little situations that I've encountered along the way, it, it, it was bullshit. It was excuses here and there about why they couldn't come and all of this. You know, when you so used to being the person that's holding things together and you got somebody that's holding it up with you shit feels crazy so it's like now i don't have to hold this situation or this relationship up with both hands i only got to use one because the other this person is now holding up the other side with me so it's like what do i do with this other hand you know like what do I do with with this when I'm so used to having to be strong and having to be the person that carries everything? Like what do I do with that extra space, that extra time, that extra hand that I have? What do I what do I do? And it's just it's 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 a scary thing. It's a scary thing. It's But we have to be able to get to a space, a place where we can recognize it when it's happening and so that we can change it. We can talk ourselves out of talking ourselves out of it, (laughs) you know, like this is this is like what I mean when I say like I got some things that I need to work on in therapy It's because I know that this is what I want. And but it's just so uncomfortable for me when it's right in front of my face because even though it's something that I want and I want it to happen, it's like like you for real right now, like this really happening? Like this this dude can't be serious. Like he really trying to like take me on dates, like he paying for everything. We going multiple places and you know, just having a great time like you serious? That's scary when you're not used to that, it's scary. But y'all, if y'all are like me, don't run away from it. Work on it. Figure out what it is that keeps you um, running away from, you know, serious situations like that or things that could be good for you. What keeps you running back to or feeling comfortable in dysfunction versus a situation where somebody functions well, somebody that's there for you, that want to love on you, that want to treat you with things. We have to change our approach, change the way we view and look at things. Open yourself up to possibilities To chances Open yourself up to people Oh child Mm, This conversation got real deep for me Mm, 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 mm. Well y'all Y'all know what time it is We are getting to our song of the week And this song of the week Is Real Love by Mary J. Blige And y'all know I would normally play It for y'all but when I tell y'all, I don't know where my phone at right now, it is not nowhere next to me. But what I can do for y'all is give y'all some lyrics. Because I mean I feel like everybody already know Real Love by Mary J. Blige because it's an iconic song, okay? It's a celebrate. And so one of the one of the things. No, the verses are just so good it's like i wanna i wanna read the chords but then i also wanna read the verses Ugh, the song is just so damn good i'm gonna read the first verse it says we are lovers through and through and though we made it through the storm i really want you to realize i really want to put you on i've been searching for someone to satisfy my every need won't you be my inspiration be the real the that I need. It's just. It's so fitting for this episode. And the reason why I'm in my my love kick. And all of that relationship-y stuff. Is because I was watching a romantic movie last night. And it's literally called Real Love. And um, the song came on during the movie. And I felt so. The song just makes me feel so free. It makes me feel like this is what I want. But I know that I have some things that I need to work on so that I can get to that place. And so yeah, I'm 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 working on it, y'all. I'm working on it. Um I I'm so much um better. I'm so much more open than what I used to be. But that doesn't mean that I don't still have Things that I need to work on um, I know that I do And I'm, I'm I'm gonna get it done I am So you know Real love I'm searching for Real love Someone to set my Heart free Real love I'm searching For a real love yes y'all real shit real shit so i want y'all if y'all are like me to c- continue working to c- continue pushing and striving forward um i think that as people we're ever growing people we'll never get to the point where we know everything where um We'll be able to navigate every single situation. But if we continue to be open to learning, um, to accepting things that are different, things that are new, things that we've never seen in the possibilities of life, I think that we can we can sort of places that we never thought we would be able to. And so it is my hope and my prayer for you and for me that we will overcome the traumas, the, the bad relationships, the things that people have said and done to us so that we're able to approach life in a more holistic and accepting way. Um, and that, you know, that goes for everything and not just relationships. So I'm gonna leave y'all with that. So I want to say that I appreciate everybody that listened to the podcast episode. I appreciate everybody that continues to listen, even when your boy is not dropping episodes. That means so much to me. It really does. And I just want us to go forth and be great. We are on our journey to self-awareness, to self-improvement, to loving ourselves, to loving the people around us so openly and so freely without limitations So, I just want to thank y'all and for the new people. Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on in and listening to your boy Voice. Because I know that I can ramble. I know that I fuck up. And I don't edit my podcast episodes because it's time consuming. But I am so appreciative of everybody. I really am. Like, I see the views. I see... Um, the map of where my listeners are and y'all are across the world, the United States, Canada, Africa. We got people in Europe like we we doing it. So I appreciate all of y'all like I really do from the bottom of my heart. Um, and I'm going to do better. I'm going to do better. I know I keep saying it, but I will. So just remember that if y'all want to talk about anything, y'all want advice about anything, y'all can hit me up on my Instagram account. It's just between you and me. Um, actually, I think there's a, I think there's like a, a period, um, somewhere in the the ad name. Okay, just between you and me dot pod, and that's dot p o d. So. Follow me on there. Hit me up in the DMs. And anything that you say to me stays between you and me. Bye, y'all.